Are you exhausted from running on the hamster wheel of life? Do you feel like you followed all the rules, did all the right things, yet still question, is this really it? Maybe you've dreamt about a totally different career path, but quickly brushed the thought aside because you missed your chance. If so, you're likely not living the happily ever after you once dreamed of. But welcome to the club. You're not alone. Many women have these same thoughts, including myself. Hi, I'm Kristen Latini, a wife, twin mom, and cat mom who walked away from the corporate career I'd built to pursue entrepreneurship. I created this podcast to learn from women who have already done it. Our guests have built their own career paths outside the traditional nine to five. They'll share their personal journeys, the challenges they faced, and the lessons they learned along the way. From there, we'll use their inspiration and insights to help us take baby steps to build our own fairy tales. So whether you're looking to start your own business, make a career change, or simply live a more fulfilling life, this podcast is for you. Consider yourself sprinkled with fairy dust and let's go. Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Own Fairy Tale. I know we're still fresh in the new year, but sometimes to move forward, we need to look back. So today I want to prompt you to think about maybe all those frogs you kissed (laughs) along the path to finding your prince, whoever that looks like. And sometimes kissing those frogs doesn't just have to relate to a partner. It can also be related to finding the right career path. It takes kissing some of those frogs to figure out, okay, what is my perfect career? What's most aligned for me? Today's guest shares how her career path has been anything but linear. She kissed a lot of those career frogs, so to speak, before ultimately following her gut and finding the alignment that she was searching for. Jenna Brocious is a spiritually intuitive guide and creator of the Positive Intention Prayer Cards. Let's hear about those proverbial frogs and how she found her fairy tale path. Jenna, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. I just got goosebumps when you said that. So this must be a really good conversation ahead of us. Oh my gosh, I I hope so. We have so much to talk about, but I always like to get to know my guests a little bit on the personal side before we talk about the business side. So if you could be a fairy tale or a fictional character, tell us who you would be and why. Okay, so I am a big Disney princess girl. So I would be the princess that rescues her own life and maybe the prince as well would probably be my storyline. Or maybe we save each other all at the same time. I love it. I love it. And I feel like the the storylines are really getting closer to that these days than they were in the original Snow White Cinderella days. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I've definitely saved my husband in different ways than he saved me, but that's what makes us such a great partnership. So I take it. Ooh, all right. We're going to have to get into how you saved him, possibly. But is there any one particular princess or character that you could really identify with here? I mean, Cinderella kind of will always have my heart because she came from nothing and ended up being a princess at the end of the day. And that's kind of my storyline. And I'm wearing blue, like Cinderella blue today. So maybe it's meant to be. You've got the Cinderella blue, the blonde hair. I can see it. I get Cinderella vibes. So then please share with us that Cinderella journey, your career journey. I understand did you start in real estate and now today you are a spiritual entrepreneur. So tell us about where you started and then where you are today. So I started in real estate. I actually served for 10 years going through college and in my early 20s. And then once I got married and I was kind of ready to like really figure it out and settle down, I got into real estate. I understood property values very easily. I love interior design and being creative. So I thought it was like a very good mesh for me to be my own boss and help people find their dream homes. And it just didn't feel right once I really got into the career. And I did it for eight years. And I just recently let my license go because I'm just not practicing. And it's a big thing with law and contracts. 
So I loved it and I thought it was the journey and it actually was not the journey. And then it led me down the path. I did a little bit of Airbnb interior design. I did a fix and flip. I had somebody film me do a fix and flip. We were hoping to like make a TV show out of it. So I've kind of always been, I haven't figured it out yet. And I'm just now in this place of 38 and really having followed my passion and my heart and my soul, have I found the place I feel most aligned than I've ever felt before. So it was a journey, but I also, I was reading your questions earlier. I was thinking, you know, I had to like kiss a lot of frogs on the career path to find my place. And I think that that's such an important thing to say because I started and ended three or four businesses. And every time I was like, what are my friends going to think? What is our community going to think? Like Jenna, like failed again at another business. But I think at the end of the day, I'm more proud of myself for starting all those businesses and ending them because at least I was trying. Ooh, I love that. Okay, wait. So many, so many thoughts. And I totally agree. That whole kissing the frogs, like at least you tried. You're always moving forward. You might not have been like, this is the thing, but you took steps, you tried. And that's like light years ahead of somebody who's sitting on the bench, right? Sitting on the sidelines. So when you were at that, I think you said eight-year mark of like, this just wasn't it for you in real estate. How did you decide, like, I struggled getting out of corporate. Like, I knew I was in my gut. I knew what I wanted. But it was that, yes, what are people going to think? What are my friends going to say? What if it doesn't work? So I'm just curious how you overcame that one at that initial juncture of like, okay, I think I need to try something else. And then, as you said, you tried a couple different things and you just kept you just kept going. So can you talk us through some of that? Yeah, it's a huge thing to overcome. And the fear was really hard. But I think the thing that I can credit the most is I had the sweetest, most supportive husband who knows I'm a wild beast. And he just supported me in every decision I ever made. And he's like, if that doesn't feel right, then let's do the next thing that feels right. And when that didn't feel right, he was sweet and kind and supportive all over again with the next idea. So I think to be totally honest with you, having that partnership gave me the guts and the ability to really try because I don't know if I would have done it myself. And now I'm just being nosy because I have a supportive partner as well. However, he is definitely much less risk averse than I am. Like when I'm like, oh my gosh, let's do this. It's so big. He's like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's maybe take it down. So I'm curious if your partner is the same, if he's got like a steady nine to five where he can keep that cool or if he's also just like you and like, yep, I'm going to try something new and you guys are just keep flipping it together. So he is definitely the more grounded one out of the two of us. He's the president of a company. So he's always managing risk and reward and moving forward and building and growing. But I think he also knows that my happiness lies within me finding my purpose. And so he was just so willing to help me find that, that I feel very grateful because I feel like you don't always find partners that are willing to let you really explore to find your purpose and your happiness. Yeah, that's that's a gift. That's a gift for sure. So tell us what are the steps that you took to find this purpose? I thought we didn't even dive into what it is you're doing today. Okay, well, we'll start at the beginning and I'll try to not be too long-winded here. So real estate kind of just came to an end. I did some Airbnb stuff and I did that TV show thing and it just, it really, nothing ever panned out. And so I just asked Noah, I was like, can I take time off of work and really just like sit and meditate and pray and journal? And I really want to figure this out because I don't want to play this game forever trying to find my purpose. 
And so I really took six months off of work and I take my son to preschool and I'd go sit in my office on the floor and I would just do those things, journal, cry, meditate and pray and just be like, God, what is my purpose? I know there is something big in there for me because I have felt it since I was small. What is this thing? And as I'm sitting there, I sell positive intention prayer cards on Etsy and the prayer cards came to me while I was sitting there one day. And it was just, just such a beautiful moment because I feel like God really just gave me this like overwhelming love and hug and warmth. And then I saw the picture of my prayer cards and I saw the idea and I was like, oh, this is like something big I could run with. Like I really should take this and go with it because God put it on my heart so deeply. And then COVID happened. Yeah. So I got a little delayed. (laughs) I got a little delayed in that one. And during COVID, I actually was Googling positive prayers, positive intentions. Like I needed something to mentally help me keep my head straight because I'm at home with a three-year-old and a husband with a company, we don't know if it's going to last or not. So there's a high stress. And I couldn't find anything. So in September of 2020, when COVID ended, I really was able to sit down and focus. And I wrote seven different prayer cards. And there is peace, love, positivity, grief, worthiness, strength, and change. And I just added a travel one this summer for the kids as a request. But it was just a gift from God. And I've been doing it for almost two years now. And in the midst of all of that, I also started taking clients, speaking to them about I'm a spiritual guide. So I can talk to angels, people that have passed and spirit guides. And so I really took that as such a blessing as well and started working with clients and just helping them guide them on their paths and their journeys and taking away those blocks and those mindsets that might be stopping us from the big, beautiful picture we truly want at the end of the day. It's taken me down a path I never expected, but it's been the most beautiful, fulfilling path that I have only ever dreamt of. So wait, are you like a medium? I don't currently practice and it is like a muscle. So if you don't flex it a lot, it doesn't come as easy. And I'm okay with that for now because I have a lot of other things going on. Okay. Well, I was because I was going to say, is anybody here with us? What do they what do they have to say? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we had Sylvia Warsham on the show and she talked about a similar experience where she just so strongly felt the presence of God. And this, you know, doesn't have to be, I don't want to make this into like too religious, but it's whatever that. Israel, like she got still, she got to listen and she could just feel it. She knew. And so we've also talked about meditation on the show, right? And so if you allow yourself to be still and spend time with your own thoughts, like whoever it is you believe in, even if it's just your own thoughts, like you can get that clarity, which I find to be so cool. It seems so simple, but it's really not easy. (laughs) Well, and it was so interesting because for years I was going to media and psychic and card readers and I'd be like, tell me my future. What do I need to do? I know I'm going to be somebody big. And it wasn't until I sat down and listened to myself that I realized the answers were within me the whole time and not in the outside world. And so that's been such a beautiful gift for me to realize as well is that it's all within. I love it. I love it. The answer is there the whole time. So how can we help other women find their answers? Like what are those first couple steps we can take to figure it out for ourselves? First of all, have to be willing to actually listen. I think sometimes we're afraid of the quiet and so we're unwilling to listen. But I think truly, even if it's you, you go on a walk and it's just a quiet walk and you get to like just be with yourself and your own thoughts and your own self, I think is probably the most beautiful place to start because it is 
within us. But I also think you have to think you're worthy. A lot of us don't think we're worthy of the actual answer. And so I think being able to know that I'm worthy of that answer and I'm worthy of greatness is such a huge step as well. But then having support around you and people that believe and trust in you that you know what you're doing and that you're capable of anything. I love it. We're worthy of the fairy tale. And if we surround ourselves with the right people, the right cheerleaders, and like you said, are willing to listen, we'll get there. Yeah, 100%. So then be that you've, you've started this journey a couple of times, you've you know, made some pivots. What is one piece of advice you could give to someone who may just be starting for the first time from your learnings that you'd say, okay, this will make it easier if you listen to this one piece of advice? Oh, no pressure. Uh, I would say, (laughs) I would say follow your instincts, like follow that gut wrenching instinct, because I think that has always led me down the right path. And my husband and I talk about this often. He's in five different states and has many employees and he's making big decisions all the time. I'll always come to him and say, what does your gut tell you? You really need to listen to yourself. Sit down, ask yourself that question. And is it a hell yes or a hell no? And I really feel like your body will always kind of give you that answer again, if you're willing to listen. Yeah, because sometimes we do know, we feel it, but we don't want that to be the answer. I'll speak for myself. Sometimes I know the answer, but I don't like it or it's uncomfortable, right? Yeah, but I think in that uncomfortableness is where we find our biggest growth. It wasn't comfortable for me to sit on my office floor and cry, you know, do those things for hours, but... In the end, it gave me the answer that I had truly been looking for. So I think the uncomfortableness is like, we should we should love it more than we want to. Well, now, because you mentioned it twice, the sitting on the floor, including the crying. Were you crying because you were upset, confused, sad? What was the crying? I think all of the but maybe emotions I had been holding in, things that I hadn't maybe yet let myself think of or realize or actually even feel because I was still going through kind of healing from my childhood a little bit too in that process. For me, crying is just a giant release that I need more often than not. And so I just embrace it at this point. (laughs) And was there a fairy godmother moment, a glass slipper? My husband really was my glass slipper, to be honest with you. He just came in and changed everything in my life. This is a funny story. So both of our grandmothers passed away within three months of each other. And then we met. And I wasn't interested. And then I saw him six months later and I was like, oh, you're cute. I'm interested now. And the only thing that we asked for from both of our grandmothers were their clocks because we both grew up at our grandma's house with like the clocks always going. And that sound is like kind of a bit of our childhood. And I was talking to a psychic in Sedona and she goes, oh, the two, those two in heaven coordinated time for you here on earth. And I was like, well, we have our grandmother's clocks. And she's like, yeah, I'm talking about the time. Like timing was everything for the two of you. And I was like, he is my, like, you know, it just like, he is my soulmate and he has done so many beautiful things to help me in this lifetime. I, it's just, I feel blessed to have found that person. That's really cool. Very special. So then I have to ask, because as I'm building my career as a business management consultant, I'm always intrigued on the back end, maybe some of the nerdier systems things. But what has been the biggest challenge for you? Maybe it's in getting these cards up on Etsy or finding clients to buy the cards. I don't know. What has been the biggest challenge for you in launching this business? I am not a technology girl. So really overcoming the technical parts of it was really difficult for me. 
I was able to hire out and find people that were able to help me in that area. I think the thing that is important to remember is I'm a huge creative person and I'm a huge idea person, but I need other people to help me execute and run it to the finish line. So I think just knowing what I was good at and what I wasn't good at was a really big moment for me. And my husband helped me work through that. But just knowing what you're good at and then knowing what you're not good at and really trying to hire it out or find other people to help you so you can stay in that main focus of what you are the best at. In your zone of genius, so to speak. Yes, that's what I was looking for. Yes. <laughs> and then also follow up on that because I know so many starting out, myself included, you want to outsource, but you're also like, hmm, I've got to keep the costs down until they make the money, right? Any insights there? I mean, I worked with my marketing girl a lot and she worked with me on payment plans. But I also think trading services is a beautiful opportunity if you have the chance to do it because then it allows you to still move down the road and not fork out that huge amount of money. So anything you can do to collab or trade is a huge benefit early on. I like that. I think that's come up before too. And it's a, it's a way to get creative with it, right? It doesn't have to be the traditional like, oh, I have to pay you X dollars. How else can we make this work? <laughs> At the end of the day, people like my marketing girl fell in love with my product. So she was like more than willing to help me and kind of work with me on prices and everything too. So I think when you have such a beautiful product or a beautiful service, people want to help you be successful and you just have to find the right people to help you. Yeah. Well, when you believe in the product, the service, the person, you can't help but want to share it, right? In whatever capacity that is. So, okay. Tell us what dreams do you have next for this next version or chapter of your own fairy tale? Are you ready? It's a little wild. Yeah, go for it. I want to be a housewife on Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I like that you're putting it out there. Okay. I don't currently watch, but I do know of the housewives. So tell us more about this dream. Well, so I'm actually currently writing a book about some generational trauma that really rocked my world this year. And so I'm writing about that experience and overcoming that experience. But I think with that book coming out and becoming a New York Times bestselling author, that's going to be me, I'll have the opportunity and the platform to possibly get myself on the Housewives show. So, you know, it's all like a twofold of how it'll all come together for me. (laughs) Wow. Do you want to give us a little more about the book that's coming out and obviously going to top the charts? Yeah. I mean, it's totally going to be a chart topper. I appreciate you for that one. You know, I always saw my mom cheat or be cheated on. And nine years into my marriage, I was kind of waiting for the ball to drop, even though that's not me or my husband or our relationship. And it was like a big epiphany one day that I was holding on to a story that wasn't mine. And I was I was really going to sabotage a nine-year marriage over it just because I thought I had to run. I thought I had to leave. You know, there would be a trigger and I got to go. And I just finally realized that it wasn't my story. And so I'm rewriting my story currently and writing the book all at the same time. I love it. And oh my gosh, I had more Cinderella connections when you said your trigger. I'm like, it's the clock striking midnight. It's the grandmas with the clock. So I was like, oh, all the Cinderella things are coming together. <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Well, oh, wow. That's a lot. And yeah, I'm glad that you figured out that that's not your story and you are committed to writing your own. So love it. We're all about it here at Build Your Own Fairy Tale. Well, and to be honest with you, the feeling that I got with the prayer card is the feeling I got with the book. 
And so I really am just following these like deep seated, heartfelt moments of needing to share. So that's why I'm writing the book because I got that sensation all over again that I had with the cards. So it must be meant to be in some way. Absolutely. Please share with our listeners how they can find you, get the cards, where they can look out for the book. So I am Genevieve Spiritual on Instagram, on my website, and also on Etsy. And on Instagram, I'm send, I share tips and tricks on how to have a happy, positive life and to move through with a little bit more ease and grace. Love it. Thank you. We'll put all of those links in the show notes so that they can just click right through and find you. But Jenna, this has been so much fun. I've loved learning about your story. I love how you just keep going for it and following. And I can't wait to see you on the top of the charts and on the housewives. Thank you. I just love how Jenna has these huge aspirations and dreams and is putting them out there into the world. I know they're going to happen for her. Here are my top takeaways. Number one, don't fear the quiet. You have to be willing to listen. You have to be willing to receive the answer that may be uncomfortable because that state of being uncomfortable is where we find our biggest growth. Number two, believe you are worthy. We are all worthy of greatness, of the fairy tale, no matter what that looks like for you. It doesn't matter if it's different than what you've seen before, what your friends are doing. We are all worthy. And number three, Focus on your zone of genius. Know what you're good at, where your strengths are, and get creative about how you find support in those areas where you don't excel as well. This can be through trading services, collaboration, or just traditional hiring and paying of someone else. This idea of hiring out or outsourcing came up in at least two other episodes with April Grow from Stunning Style and Audra King. I will link both of those in the show notes. And just to top things off here, I love starting the year off with some of these simple yet oh-so-powerful reminders. Today's conversation actually triggered a number of previous episodes, so I have linked all of them in the show notes. But that's all I've got for today. We'll be back in another two weeks with a brand new episode, so don't forget to hit subscribe or follow wherever you are listening so you don't miss out. Last but not least, a big thank you for being here. I'm not giving up on my dreams, and I hope you won't either. I'm Kristen Latini, and this is Build Your Own Fairy Tale. When I set out on my solopreneur journey, I wanted to be the most organized and professional without spending a lot of money. Sound familiar? That's when I discovered a customer relationship management platform called 17 Hats, a game changer even if you're a newbie without tons of clients. Here are three quick reasons why I love 17 Hats. Number one, it allowed me to replace my scheduling tool. Hello, one less subscription to pay for. Number two, I can effortlessly send quotes, contracts, and invoices, helping me look super professional. And number three, magical workflows that allow me to automatically send emails and reminders without being tied to my inbox 24-7. The best part is they've got a free seven-day trial so you can check it out firsthand. And if you decide to purchase, here's the best part. Use code FAIRYTALE for a 50% discount off your first year subscription. So head on over to 17hats.com and check it out. Here's to simplifying and making things more magical.